This, 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 this is mythical. Hello, in this special edition of Ear Biscuits, we just wanted to let you know up top and unequivocally how much we love our children, love spending time with them, and how much we welcome them into all, well, not all aspects of our lives, but all the appropriate aspects of our lives. Mm. I'm making this weird. It'll make more sense when we get into the episode because this is at the top of the episode. It's not right now in the middle where I'm actually saying it. To clarify, we love them, we just don't always like them. Is that, is that, is that, is that, about Boop. Welcome to Ear Biscuits, I'm Rhett. And I'm Link. This week at the round table of dim lighting, we're gonna get cooking like it's, like it's the heat of summer. Hmm? Talking about summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime. We didn't uh, pay for that. We didn't license it's that. It's a summer. T- I made that song up. It oh, was, it was, was an original. Slight, slightly a different. I think that's tune. illegal. I think it's illegal to make that claim. Oh gosh, you know w- w- we are going to be talking about summer, answering some summer-related questions, talking a little bit about what we're doing this summer one and what the, we've done in past summers. I think. Yeah, one of the things I'm doing this summer is I raise my mic up about an inch. I get your your back is more arched in like an odd kind of a way. Well, I tend to hunch. I've hunched yeah, most of my life. You know, I like to seem normal. I'm not, but I like to seem normal. I like to blend in, and uh, so I tend to bring myself down. But you know what? It's summer 2018, man. I'm going up an inch. Got to arch that, arch that back. Is this what it feels like to be you? <laughs> if I had good posture, yeah. I feel like my nipples are gonna pop through my freaking tele tele house at tele shirt. <laughs> tele shirt. Tele shirt. What 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 were you combining? Well, because I have a television character on my t shirt. No, you don't. Yeah, cotton candy ready. I use television in the broad sense. This what is happening right now is television. <laughs> you tell me what so part now for those of you who are watching, what part of what's happening right now is not television? What every break, part. Break it down. It's vision, and it's tele. Well, it's the, this show is more of a is more of a, a teleplay. Well, it's a radio play. Who cares? We're talking about summer. Summer. And yeah, you're already haunting. <sighs> get you just get you lower your mic back down. No, no, I like it up. I like it up. Um, we're in the middle of a summer that has been well orchestrated. I mean, or or, or, or orchestrated. It's been both. What do you, that's what I said. Orchestrated. You used a G. Oh, I, you're I saying I CH, say yeah. orchestrated wrong? Yeah, it's orchestrated, but it's cool. I mean, both Well orchestrated. As you notice, I've said it many times and I haven't changed it at all because okay. I'm, I'm emphatically staking my, my claim. What do you call a group of people playing instruments? An orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a group of people playing a instruments band. who are donating their organs. An orchestra. That's when an orchestra plays to like for people's organs. Like it's, what do you, it's, a, well, it's, a, it's like a fundraiser for organs. What do you call a group of or only organs are being played? Like pipe organs. What do you call a group of trees that are intentionally planted in rows and then they grow fruit? <laughs> a tree farm, <laughs> like peaches or apples. Oh, an orchard. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, an orchard. Um, last summer, we were talking about this summer. It's weird how that happened. 
we were talking about how, what we wanted the summer of 2018 to be like in the midst of 2017. We didn't want it to be like 2017. This, we wanted this it to be different. summer is different than a summer we've had in a long time. Mission accomplished, man. We're, we're, we're accomplishing a mission. For the past two summers, we, we, we worked on Good Mythical Morning and shot it in such a way and kind of planned breaks. I can't, two summers ago we didn't do Good Mythical Summer. Last summer is when we did Good Mythical Summer with Monday, Wednesday, and then Friday guest hosts so that we could bank episodes and then film Buddy System. Season one, two summers ago, season two, last summer, and we just catapulted ourselves out of our weekly routine of filming Good Mythical Morning into just a very aggressive production schedule with making Buddy System a reality. Well, and while we were filming Buddy System, we were preparing for two different things. We were preparing for our tour, which was right on the heels of Buddy System, mm -hmm. and we were also preparing for the expanded version of Good Mythical Morning and like interviewing people and like we wouldn't even eat lunch while we were shooting Buddy System, we would like have interviews. It was. It and I guess we were doing this show and I think talking about it some. La I mean last Somewhat, summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean I think we were talking about how man, I don't know, this is just crazy. Well and we talked. Like, we, we should go back and listen to that and then that'll make us appreciate it even more because you know as we, as we try to develop this discipline of stopping and celebrating. We had to crew host the podcast. That's right, that's what we did in order to, to gain some time to do the other stuff. Just trying to orchestrate mm -hmm. the habit. We were orchestrating like you would not of, believe. Of stopping and celebrating, so I kinda feel like I wanna assess whether, whether we're doing that, and I think you already have said that we are. I mean, this summer is, it's a lot, it's a lot more laid back for us, which is, so great. I mean, we said we want to. I want to plan a vacation that's more than a week, and let's go to Australia. And then that was kind of the start of okay. It, there's some work involved. We're gonna do some tour of mythicality stops in in Australia. But then the vast majority of the time, we're gonna we're gonna have our families there. We're gonna be in vacation mode at the end of July. It's gonna be. I can't wait. Don't listen. Don't build it up too much, though, I don't, because yeah. that vacation buildup syndrome is something that I suffer from. You, pro most people suffer from it. VBS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not vacation Bible school anymore. <laughs> no, it's vacation buildup build syndrome. syndrome. And it's it, you. You think that it's going to be great. You begin measuring everything according to when you're going to be on vacation. And then you begin to think, I'll be happy when I'm on vacation. Then you inevitably get on vacation. It takes you several days to adjust to being on vacation. And then you have this extended period of like not quite met expectations. And then the next thing you know, you're going back home and then you're looking forward to the next vacation. You can't let that happen. Can't let it happen. You have to think it's going to suck. It's gonna suck when we go to Australia. It's gonna be the worst time ever. Now we're in the perfect place. It's gonna be, and it's gonna be your fault. It's gonna be your fault. It can't yeah. be both of our faults, well, and I said it was yours. Well, it could be your fault for me and my fault for you. Deal. Yeah. Well, hold on, let's just make it the kids' fault. They'll be there. Yeah, well they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna make, definitely us, be their make fault. us miserable. We shouldn't even yeah. take them, what are we thinking? But too late. Yeah. I mean, 
can we resell the tickets on like a some sort of a like some sort of scalping situation? Uh, what? Can we scalp plane tickets? No, that is that you have to be. It has to be the name that is attached to the ticket. True. You can't even. You can't even. If once you buy a ticket, if you want to just change the person, like if we decided that you know one of our we wanted to take one of our kids' friends instead of one of our kids because they like did something wrong. Always a chance that'll happen. I always tell my kids that I'd rather be with their friends. <laughs> then <laughs> you can't do that. They, the airlines make it very difficult. Trust me, I've tried to replace my kids with other kids many times, we're, last minute before okay, vacations. It, we feel that way, but then we also love our kids dearly and we're kinda joking, okay? Kinda. I'm, I'm glad that we're bringing them, at, at least it's at this It's gonna point, be great, but it's gonna be it's their bad. Fault. It's gonna, it's be, gonna bad. be their fault. It's gonna be horrible at the same time. But I'm proud of us that w- w- in our commute back from filming Buddy System, we were just, commiserating about how exhausted we were. We're like, you know what, next summer is gonna be different. And you know what, we had the discipline to follow through and look, it is different. And so I just wanted to assess, how, how, how do you feel? I actually, I felt a little lost, honestly. I feel great. Like not having something that I have to film basically every single day, I just kind of feel like, oh my gosh, I'm, well, what do I do with myself? Uh, well, you said it was it is laid back i but i want to i want to i think and i'm not trying to like uh i'm not trying to be like we are working really hard we but we what, we what, are working what we're working on is something that we haven't um is we're working on things in a way that we haven't worked on anything in a while probably since like 6 7 years ago yeah so since things kind of got going once we moved to california it's been one thing after the other and, and, and multiple things at a time usually. Mm-hmm. But we always kinda knew exactly what the next thing was going to be. And while we are working on uh, some things right now that we can't yet talk about, the main thing that we're doing is we are developing other ideas. Like what we've always done is we've, we've We've gotten an opportunity to do something and then we filled it with an idea. But we're actually sitting around talking about all kinds of ideas and all kinds of different outlets, different media, and we're developing these ideas. We're actually talking about them, uh, developing worlds, developing characters, fleshing them out, writing things up. Mm -hmm. We're having meetings to try to make some of those things a reality. But it's it, it's the summer of like lining things up and just throwing them at the wall and seeing if something sticks, and I don't I mean I'm having an incredible time, but it is also the kind of thing because it's not uh, it's all speculative. So for me, I I tend to overanalyze whether anything that we're working on, if it's, it's like if none of this amounts to anything, which I don't believe that, and I get excited about the things that we talk about, because it's such a mode that we've usually just kind of crammed in, like if we're in the car going somewhere and one of us, like, you know I had this idea and then it just kind of percolates a little bit, but having dedicated time to just sit on a couch or then go to lunch, like we've gone to lunch. We've yeah. left this facility and we've gone to lunch. And then so, a couple times when the food was done, we're like that was over, L- lunch was done. We should have gotten up and left. We like, stayed. You know I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a coffee and stay here a little longer. I feel like an actor. <laughs> you know how like 
around here in Los Angeles, you see just pe- all times of the day, you just see people sitting places, drinking coffees. Yeah. These are actors. Good looking people that look like they should be actors. And I think that they're like commercials, and but they're not currently, I'm not currently on a commercial, but I've, I make a buttload of money from like a, a Zerbert Skubert yeah, commercial. Zerbert Skubert, it's, <laughs> it's my favorite brand of tennis balls. <laughs> right. Have you tried the new Zerbert Skubert tennis balls? <laughs> it's two guys. Now with twice the bounce. Who they each were making their own Zerbert tennis Skubert. balls. Zerbert made a tennis ball that was really bouncy. Hey, I had like the perfect bounce, but then it, it didn't have the right texture. And then Skibbert, he had the- Skibbert or Skibbert? Skibbert. 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 Zerbert and Skibbert. But, yeah, but I say Skibbert. Well, you mis- you're mispronouncing his name. Well, it's an orchestra It's written thing. on the tennis ball. Zerbert Skibbert. Skibbert. I think it's spelled the same way. How do you spell Skibbert? S-K-I-R-R-R-R-B-I-T. Skibbert. Skibbert. Yeah, so now, you, so now you're back with Skibbert, what I said. Skir, skir, Zerbert and Skibbert, that's how you say it. And Skibbert's ball had the perfect fuzz on the outside. Mm-hmm. It had what they call Skibbert fuzz. Mm. But it didn't have that Zerbert bounce. And then somebody, I think it was Nancy. Who's she? The CEO. Oh. She said, Let's bring you two together and for, and hyphen it. You're hyphen it. These two. Oh, you're companies. talking about the hyphenated Zerbert Skirbert? I'm talking about the unhyphenated Zerbert Skirbert. This whole time I've been talking about the bankrupt, the, the unhyphenated ones, the one that was popular in the '70s. Moot point. Oh, sorry. Zerbert Skirbert is the ago. perfect tennis ball. And then they got this jerk guy in Los Angeles, like in the commercials. Can't even serve properly. You right. notice that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good talker though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could tell that he didn't memorize his lines, that he was like reading them off a cue card. Yeah, but who cares? But he's still getting residuals. He's getting all the residuals. But when he's not collecting and then it. He, and now he just, he's coasting, He's man. just drinking coffee. He's sitting down on Coanga. Yeah. Sipping a, eating a crepe. Oh, Coanga. And, and that was us for a little while. I thought you were talking about ago. the guy on Fairfax. You're talking about the guy that was in the Zerbert Skirbert commercial on Coenga. I'm talking about the guy that was in the Zerbert Skirbert commercial on Fairfax. Is there two commercials? I thought yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. There is. You're right. But it. I'm talking about the blonde guy. Oh, you know what? I thought he was wearing a wig. <laughs> I yeah. thought it was the same guy. Yeah. Why didn't they use the same guy and just put a wig on him? Well, different markets. Right. One's, one's for Maine and then one's for the rest of the continental United States. The wig does look like a mane, like a lion's mane. <laughs> It goes down on either side. It's kind of like, you know, what's that headpiece that a pharaoh wears? A pharaoh? <laughs> what? Now you're gonna tell me I don't know how to say pharaoh? <laughs> you said it right, but <laughs> <laughs> What? I don't know, it just made me laugh. Pharaoh, it sounded like, red, like a pharaoh. red. Pharaoh. <laughs> Let my people go, pharaoh. <laughs> His wig was Ugh. shaped like what, like a pharaoh headpiece, but it's hair, of course. Yeah, I think it's pharaoh. Pharaoh. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. If you're thinking of Pharrell, the <laughs> artist. Anyway. Uh, we what, were kinda like that guy. Yeah, we're just like we're those just guys. Just sitting there drinking, uh, the, the, the waiter came by and was like, mm. can, are you, can I take your, and we're like, yeah, and you know what, I'd like a, I'd like a cappuccino. I got a couple of teas. I doubled, I double teed one day. I got tea. 
and then I got another tee. That's how good I'm feeling right a now. A new bag or a new entire? I don't, I didn't New notice. water, new bag. And we're talking about ideas. Like this would be a great television show. This would be a great movie. Uh, no limits. Yeah, so the chances that any of the stuff that we're talking about right now actually becomes a reality is actually is is beside the point. Not slim, but it it's probably the next idea, which is a little unusual for us because again, when you when you do stuff on the internet, even with the the stuff that we've done with uh, YouTube, like with Buddy System, we ended up getting a show on YouTube Red before anyone knew what the show was. I mean, that's that, that, that's uh, you know that's the truth. Th that's yeah. how that's how it went down. It was like, do you guys have an idea? Like, yeah, we got an idea. Let's come up with an idea. Buddy comedy scripted. It's going to have musical elements. And this is uh, this process. It, the pitch was backwards, which is kind of non-existent. Going through the more traditional, uh, traditional process of you know talking to gatekeepers about ideas. Um, it's they, that's right. They won't even let us on studio lots. We're just talking to the guy who at the gate. Yeah, it's um, it's that's a not, different that's process. Not what you mean? But I'm really enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it, even if it's- I get inside my head a lot in terms of, like, because my personality type, I keep a running record of like, have I accomplished enough today? Do I feel like I've earned the right to go to bed tonight? I think is something that, it's subconscious for me. So um, I have to make an active decision, kinda like what you're talking about being on vacation, there's that transition period. I, I'm still kind of in that in terms of what, our summer is, but. Um, well, it's gonna be over before you know it, so you better start yeah. enjoying it soon. And it's gonna be your fault. But I do think that some of the ideas or these I will lead to s something. While, of course, while Good Mythical Morning continues to, 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 to go um, or to stay, I don't mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I feel like whenever we talk about something that's not Good Mythical Morning, there's a certain uh, person that we need to reassure that it, it's not gonna have a negative impact on Good Mythical well, Morning. Well, per certain person be reassured that Good Mythical Morning is not going anywhere. Um, you wanna talk, you wanna answer some summer questions? Yeah, we have summer questions from you. I think we'll get to, um, I think we'll get to many of those. But first, Ear Biscuits is supported by Gunpowder and Sky's new film, Hearts Beat Loud. Uh, you know we had Nick Offerman and Kiersey Clemens on GMM recently. Well, we had them on because they're actually in a new movie called Hearts Beat Loud uh, where they play a father and daughter songwriting duo. Yeah, I've got the synopsis. Single dad and record store owner Frank struggles to keep his shop open while college-bound Sam tries to balance her studies and her budding romance with Rose, hoping to stay connected through their shared musical passions Frank urges Sam to turn their weekly jam session into a father-daughter live act, and after their first song becomes an internet breakout, the two embark on a journey of love, growing up, and musical discovery. It also co-stars Ted Danson, Sasha Lane, Blythe Danner, and Tony Collette. The LA Times calls the film triumphant with an exclamation point. It was also selected as the closing night film at this year's Sundance Film Festival. Hearts Beat Loud is now playing in select theaters. Check it out. 
And Ear Biscuits is also supported by Mattress Firm. Are you struggling to sleep? Well, if so, the fine people over at Mattress Firm want to help you. Mattress Firm is here for you when you're looking for ways to improve your sleep. These are mattress experts, but they're not just mattress experts. They can help you build your bed from headboards to adjustable bases to sheets. They even have bedroom decor. That's right, and you can save 10% by going to mattressfirm.com slash podcast and entering the code podcast 10. Mattress Firm offers a 120 night sleep trial so you can rest assured that you'll love your mattress or your money back. And they offer a 120 night low price guarantee so you know you paid the perfect price. And they got 3,000 stores nationwide. You're probably very near a mattress firm. So there's probably one in your backyard, but it also means they have the ability to offer you deals that nobody else can, and that's on top of the 10% savings you'll already cash in on. So again, go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast Enter code PODCAST10 and start sleeping better tonight. And now on with the biscuit. Okay, let's get to some questions, summer theme related, help you guys out, and then maybe um, maybe reveal some things about ourselves in the process. Reza Rezwan, my friend and I have been talking about having an adventurous summer because we haven't, we've always lived a boring life. Oh, well. We wanna do something exciting and dangerous. What are some new experiences that my friend and I should try while also not spending too much money as we are college students? Exciting and dangerous. Put this down. No, I wanna hold it right. But you're almost blocking my shot. Hold it right there. For some reason when you said exciting and dangerous, the first thing I thought about, and I think it's great advice is, get a kayak. You and your friend, eat, get a kayak, and go on a, go on a river excursion. I'm talking about like rapids situations. This is 2018, I think we should probably give a disclaimer. If you get a kayak and then you end up injuring yourself or dying because you're in a kayak. Um, well she said dangerous. You're the one who asked. You wanted dangerous activities. Well, we are we, not responsible for your kayaking, okay? No we're not. That being said, you should definitely get a kayak because it's extreme and dangerous. When I was that's a, what we did, and I, w- I was uh, in middle school at the time that uh, our friend Ben talked us into getting kayaks, and I went to get a kayak from some. I don't remember where I bought it. Well, you're too big for a kayak. I mean, I couldn't put fit, it on a kayak is like putting on a sock. I couldn't get a. Ki- I couldn't find, especially where we were at. I couldn't find a kayak that could fit me that had the proper internal parts of a kayak. So I got an old school kayak, which well, was shaped like a kayak. Let's that, clarify what internal parts are. There's like. There's bladders. There's, well, not only that, there's places for, for your feet. Like your, there's, there's places that your feet rest. This kayak did not have those things. Then also, there are the. Uh, flotation. The flotation parts on the inside. So we're talking balloons inside of the front and back of the kayak so that. Um, even if it fills with water, and it will, when you pop out of it and struggle to maintain your life force, it will not sink because it's it's um it's it's filled with these bladders well, that are that are filled with air, not urine. And my kayak did not have these. So what I did because it yours was yours was like a nineteen seventy. It was very covered, old. It was a it was a, a covered top canoe. It was basically. like a canoe that had a top on it. But it had a hole just 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 for me. So what I ended up doing is first of all, I christened it the USS Merle. You painted that and on painted the... the USS Merle with the stencil on the side. And then I found 
in my attic, I found all this foam from like the previous residence of my parents' house in the attic. There was just all this like a box of pieces of foam, like yellow flexible foam. Okay. Like, and I took a bunch of trash bags, filled them up with the foam, tied them off, double bagged them, and just stuffed them into the insides of the kayak. That was my flotation. I went to REI and Cary. They had like a bulletin board. It said kayak for sale in Durham. I went to Durham and I bought the Matador off of some college student from Duke University. Brought it back, nestled down in that thing. It had it had flotation that uh, had tubing where you'd like you'd blow in a long straw and like you would pump up the flotation. But then the, I remember the first time I got it, it like had a bunch of smelled very mildewy. Yeah, those Duke, those Duke students have a lot of like, mildew problems. When I opened up the flotation thing to blow more air into it, the Duke college students' air came out. Oh, Duke air? Into my face, uh. like Duke student. Duke undergraduate lung air. And so it's very, it's a little smart. Pretentious. A little pretentious, <laughs> like really hoping to get into a good graduate program. It's, it, it's, it smells of a little bit of desperation and also a lot of like pressure from parents their entire lives. Right, he and, and, yeah. uh, and he needed the money. So it was, it was right. a lot of desperation coming out of that bladder. Yeah. Um, but man, we took those things on the river. We would go down to Irwin on the river. I mean, how long of a trip was that? It was probably a four hour trip on our kayaks? That's yeah, it took half, half the day. A lot of that was just very slow river. Yeah, but then, but then, then there would be some very intense rapids right when you got to the end in Irwin. Denim capital of the world, yeah, they yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It used to make a lot of jeans there. Mm -hmm. And if you made it, if you got to shore there, they would, there would be people, men, women, children, lots of children would just, they would just give you jeans. It was just like when you land in Hawaii and they give you lays. Mm -hmm. They would just, they put jeans on you. Right. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, and, we, and we, that's why we always went pantsless. Right. While kayaking, because we knew if we got to Irwin, they'd give us the jeans. And if we didn't make it, they'd just find us <laughs> floating dead in our undies. So um, get a kayak, but, that's your advice? I mean, at flood stage, I've definitely turned over. There's times when like, you, instead of kayaking around trees, you're going through the tops of the trees in flood stage, we did that. So yeah, stupid. It wasn't, we did a lot of things that, our summers were filled with a lot of things that. Danger. Not advisable, we're probably about to get to another one. Um, Shelby Austin, what's your opinion on water shoes for adults? <laughs> I personally won't step into a body of water where I can't see my feet in it without them. Hashtag no shame. Well, if there's any way we can bring shame into the equation, I would love to do it right now mm -hmm. because I'm against water shoes. It's just like those didn't exist when, when, when we were frolicking in the in in the water. I mean, in the river, just to stay in the river here, we would um, we would wear our tennis shoes. We would have river tennis shoes. You had a pair of shoes that and, had had well, a pair of shoes that you had fully worn out on land that now became river shoes. And you would not wear socks and then it would you just lace them really tight. And there is, that is difficult, it's difficult to swim in tennis shoes but you don't really have to swim as much as just don't die. If we had only had water shoes. If water shoes had been a thing, we probably, we probably would have worn them. Ben wore uh, duck shoes 
like the rubber shoes that then turn into leather at the top. Yeah. He wore those duck boots. Those had like an insulating layer in them too. I know, they were like winter shoes but you wore them all the time. And you wore them in the river. Yeah. I don't know. Once those things fill up with water, it's like wearing two liquid anchors. <laughs> Crazy, man. Um, but the, I mean, fashion. In terms of fashion, um, I, you know, I've yet to see a person look respectable in water shoes. I, I will say that. Uh, when we did the Willet Slip and Slide episode, we we needed some grippy shoes, and Daniel gave us those. They're they're not water socks. They were. They had the individual toes, but they were like, what are those things? They're kind of like, uh, I, I think they're a form of water sock. I, I felt think. a little self-conscious wearing those, but also it was kind of neat. So if you, I think if you're gonna do it, these are not technically aqua shoes, water socks or whatever you're calling them, but if you get those like individual toe shoes things, you're gonna look like a dummy, but it's pretty cool. But I do, I do think you shouldn't get into a body of water if you're the one wearing where you can't see your feet. Uh, uh, barefoot water shoes is what those are called. Thank you, Jacob, for the clarification. I don't think you should. I do agree with with Shelby's assessment that you should not get into a body of water where you can't see your sh- your feet without some sort of covering. Uh, I mean, I don't know how we we never got hurt all the time that we spent in the Cape Fear River with no real. You know, this is a serious river, serious rapids. Water moccasins. No life jackets. We were walking across the rapids, swimming down the rapids, and we had some like technique that we developed. We we're like, you gotta keep your feet forward and keep your hands up, which is true. Um, but there's just a lot of uh, good fortune that got us back and forth across that river thousands of times and we found, without getting into any trouble. Yeah, so in Bowie's Creek there's that 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 set of rapids there that we would spend most of our time, we knew like there was a secret water hole that was probably 10 feet deep, even though everything around it was like three feet deep. Mm-hmm. We'd swim there, that was pretty cool. But then we would also go down the river f- further and not all the way to Irwin, there was that place that had the huge rocks and we would swim there and there were they had these places that we would call them jacuzzis. You know, where the rapids would kind of, it would eddy back on themselves and basically the water would churn and and dig a hole and if the if the river was at the right level, some rocks would be exposed such that there was a, a lot of water spilling into this hole and then churning around and you one person could fit in at a time and you could hold your breath and go underwater, remember? And put your head under the water, the waterfall and breathe under there. Well we were doing that Crazy. After we graduated college, we went down to Irwin and we did that. And remember, you you got stuck. Oh, my foot got stuck. One of your feet got that's stuck. A, and that's how you die. And it was, uh, there was a, a panic situation because we're in the middle of this river and I'm like, oh, his foot is stuck. And you eventually got free. This is crazy, this makes me think, I just read this news article today. There's a river in Arkansas um, where apparently it's not uncommon in Arkansas for sinkholes to open up in the riverbed. Good Lord. And these people are like kayaking or rafting or So something. like the river just disappears? Like No, no. Sinkhole in the middle of the river formed a whirlpool that started taking someone down uh-uh. and a guy saved people 
but then the guy who saved people went down and died. I do, like this happened yesterday. I I, I did. I saw this like the headline. I didn't read too many of the details. Maybe but he'll pop up. Maybe he's not dead. I I doubt that's going to happen. Yeah, sinkhole. Uh, yeah, but we never saw any of that. Sinkholes are jerks, man. No warning, like email or something. Just send a warning. Um, there's a there's a ramp onto the highway, and I noticed the other day it said it's like a construction ramp, and it says this ramp will be closed intermittently between February 2017 and March 2018. <laughs> and of course, it's, it's after it's March. That. It's e that's a big swath of time. And we're and, beyond and the, it. And, and, and we're beyond it and the sign is still up. And by the way, they're still closing that ramp sometimes. Intermittently. Intermittently. I mean, but I think they should take the sign down. Well, they should adjust the sign. I, I got one. Brianna Schmid, what do you do? She did? <laughs> what do you and your wives do to keep the kids from bickering all summer? <laughs> Good question. She says, we have a pool, a trampoline, and an Xbox. Well, come, okay, G you go, Brianna, you got it. We got all that stuff to keep them entertained, but they still managed to drive each other and me, emphasis on me, nuts fighting over the smallest things. They are 10, six, and three, all girls. Oh gosh. Well, first of all, mine are eight, 13, and 15, and it don't stop. So don't get your hopes up that the bickering over the smallest things is gonna stop. Mm, no. I, I love my kids. I know we've already laid into them at the top of this thing, but well, what we we have discovered—I don't have a trampoline. We have discovered uh, now. I've, I, I would have thought maybe that was the thing, but Brianna's saying it's not. I, I've had uh, I've had all of these things at some point in my life. Currently, have a pool and an Xbox. Had a trampoline. Well, you go at, at my Boy. at my in my own uh, in my past. You also have an Xbox and a pool, but you're. Yeah, just but not, I'm not talking you're about just it. Not talking about it. I also have an Instagram account. This is a point. I'm just trying to use it. I'm just trying to relate to Brianna here so I can say that I feel yeah, yeah, qualified yeah, yeah. to okay. answer this question. Um, we have discovered the wonders of summer camp. We we heard about well, these you've, people. You've uh, yeah, yeah. We heard about, about these it. people who were like, we send our kids off for a month. We're like, what? A month? It's like, and, and it was like six weeks. And then somebody else. Two months. It was we, like we they got, were, they we were bidding. They began bidding on how long yeah, the kids are like, gone. Uh, sometimes they come back, we don't quite remember their names. And we're like, what? That's, that's a long time. And th most of them were like in northeast, the northeast. Northeast, apparently. It's this a northeast a, thing. North Northeastern people don't like their kids. Northeastern people like their kids less than we like our kids, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and this goes back to when we were, you know, if we lived in the Northeast, we would have gone to these camps for, we would have, it's like boarding school. Yeah. But everybody loves it. The kids love it and the, I have to assume the adults love it. It's a win-win. I mean, it might hurt the wallet. Um, so the wallet doesn't But if win. you've already got a pool, a trampoline and an Xbox, it shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Red's exactly right. We started, we, we started like, we get put our heads together. We're like, let's talk about these camps. Let's get our kids into these camps. It's like, well, maybe we could talk them into camps. Because for us, camps, 
We're just, you know, there was one summer between, I don't know when it was, I, we could figure it out, but that ubiquitous photo of the two of us as kids with the purple gorilla shirts on, the matching shirts standing in front of Rhett's dad's Dodge Dynasty. That was taken in the parking lot Probably bef- of the, the zoo. Probably sum- the summer between sixth and seventh grade, maybe between fifth and sixth, definitely one of those two. Seems right. That was taken in the zoo parking lot where we had just purchased the t-shirts after your dad had picked us up from spending a week in the mountains of North Carolina at Camp Caraway. I wonder if it's still there. It's gotta be still be there. We did that once and we never went back. Well, I wanted to go back, but because you puckered up and didn't take a crap the entire week <laughs> um, and had a horrible experience, we didn't go back because I didn't wasn't I wasn't going to go back by myself. Well, at night, you had a tough it would time. be dark. It was great, man. It was, and it, then the, the day it would be light, but 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 it was great. Not like that light. we went on hikes. We spent. We went. We we took that one hike out into the middle of nowhere and like slept at this old abandoned camp. It was dark there too. We roasted marshmallows. They did these crazy like uh, activities at night with bonfires. I mean. Very dangerous. I remember loving every part of it, but every time I would check in with you, you would just have this like pained look on your face like it, nothing was going well. It was quite literally out of my comfort zone. I mean, when you line up to take showers and they're, they got like stopwatches and they're like, that was everybody un- just gets a couple of minutes. That was uncomfortable, that was uncomfortable. And it's a cold shower and then you're like, if you were gonna poop, somebody could walk right by and see you. I don't think that's why you didn't poop. I mean, I, I my mean, body knew I didn't poop as much as normal. Keep, whatever I had when I arrived at camp, my body knew to keep it because it didn't know what else it was going to get. Well, but it kept getting camp food the rest of the time. Did you? Were you not eating it? Maybe not. Maybe not. Camp yeah. Caraway is still, still open. open. Um. <sighs> so, but you did eventually poop. I'm, I'm sorry. Hold on. But then, hold on. You it's, didn't poop, and then we went to the zoo. Did you poop at the zoo? I'm sure the animals did. It would be be hard to watch, to not poop that long and then go see animals and they're pooping left and right. It's like they're taunting. Because it makes me feel different about that picture of us with the gorilla shirts on to know that you're holding a seven days worth of crap in your large (laughs) intestine. But the the expression on your face is so happy. Because you were so happy to be at the zoo. I was released, man. I I had not experienced that release. You took a crap at the zoo. There's no way. That, that's a, I just crapped a seven day log face. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. It, you know, it's a, and it's I, a look of relief. And all I got is this purple t-shirt. <laughs> that's what the t-shirt should have said. So we're sending our kids uh, to summer camp. Now, first of all, uh, Locke is gonna be doing the basketball thing most of the most of the summer. Shepard's not Shepard's not going away to a sleepaway camp. He's going to a, like a day camp, but, he, but the thing is, Every other day for like five, it's five. He's going to be doing a lot by himself. But you're actually doing Lincoln. The, it, Lando's not going to any sleepaway camps, but um, Lincoln is going because he went for one week last summer with a friend to a sleepaway camp in Michigan, actually, because that's where his friend was already going and had been going. This year he's going with another friend um, for two weeks. Uh, uh, most of the camps, they sell it really hard on the website. It's like, well, the first week, you really gotta stay for two weeks if you're gonna make the best of it. And I'm like, you ain't got to talk me into it. <laughs> I mean, cause I'm really concerned about, we got a lot of questions from 
from you guys in responding to our post about the boredom. You know, if if you're not working over the summer, you're freaking. What are you gonna do when the when the when the Xbox gets old and the trampoline f- falls through and your your pool gets stagnant? Not you're gonna. I'll you're just gonna be filter. You're just gonna be bored. So he's going away for for two weeks. Lily's going away for for one week to another camp. I mean, you drop a load on this stuff. I don't mean to bring that back up, but um, we'll, we'll see. Are you preparing we'll them for it. that though? They are related to you. I, are you? Well, it's funny. T- tell them the story the other night where uh, when your parents were in town and we took them all out to dinner, right? And like Rhett's parents and my mom and her husband, Lewis, who yes, he's technically my stepdad, but I don't call him that. He calls you his son-in-law. Does he? Yeah. He did that? I mean, he did that at, at some point in the past. Well, that yeah. is so sweet. <laughs> it's technically it's, accurate. Well, it's technically I incorrect. Did. Oh. I mean, maybe you are his son-in-law, but that's yeah. not typically what son-in-law means. Yeah. He You're his stepson. Stepson is, is accurate. Yeah. Son-in-law. I don't call him father-in-law, I just call him Yeah, because that would also be incorrect. You could say stepdad would be. I don't say stepdad either. Okay. I say my mom's husband. Okay, that's one way to it. Stepdad's a shorter way to it. I mean, when he arrived, I did give him a hug, and when he left, I gave him another hug. (laughs) Okay. I know what you're getting at, though. They're sitting down there talking, and then it's it's Christy and Jesse, and then me and you, and so like, you know, on long tables, it's like everybody, we're just kind of talking in pairs. Like the two of us are talking to our wives or talking to each other, and then our kids are down at the at the other end of the table. Yeah. So you didn't hear, apparently they were talking about what we're talking about now, about the kids going to summer camp, and then um, you you catch wind of the conversation, you're like, you, tell, you told them what we just talked about. You're like, well, when Link and I went to summer camp, Link didn't crap the whole week and the table just erupted. And I was like, I said, well, I mean, it's funny, but it's not that funny. And then they were like, Christy was just telling us that when she went to summer camp as a kid, she didn't crap the whole time she was there. Okay, this, okay, this is a serious problem. So we're super compatible. You're taking a very high constipation potential into these summer camps with your kids. I, you know, what a, that's not, I think that's, I mean. You gotta send that's laxatives. A, that, that's the key to marriage right there, first of all. Let's just focus on the positive for a second. But yeah, genetically speaking, we're setting up our kids High for, propensity to for a world of lower GI hurt in the, in the coming weeks. What should I, how do you, how do you prepare your kids for that? Just I, say, well, all right, know what? for you, the next few days, kids, you're just gonna take a dump in the backyard. Yep, that's one and way I'm, to do and, it. And you're gonna have to watch each other. Yeah, I like that. Another thing you could do is you could begin to slowly transform your home environment into a camp environment. You could begin acting like a camp counselor. You could begin decorating their room a little bit differently. And if they can learn how to crap in that environment, then they'll just carry it right through to the summer camp. I mean, I didn't dislike camp and I am I'm really glad that I'm sure they're gonna enjoy it and I'm sure they'll poop at appropriate times. I don't think I have to go through this, but. Uh, all of the um, all of the rituals of camp are pretty cool. So I hope that the camps that they're going to have those like rituals. I think they all do. Like you know, even Camp Caraway, it was like the first night. 
Yeah, they. Are. I don't remember the, camp, the details. Camp, the camp counselors Counsel- like oh, did man. some sort of performance, and the guy sang a song. I thought they were so cool. Moon pies and grapes. Oh, yeah. remember that song? <laughs> yeah, moon pies and grapes. Moon pies and grapes. Oh, the best song ever. I don't know. He, that guy was so cool. He had a beard back when it wasn't cool to have a beard. Right. He was so ahead of his time, singing a song about moon pies and grapes. <laughs> Of course, my wife went to uh, Meredith College, an all-girls school, which was basically summer camp year-round. They had, because they had all types of rituals that they would do at this thing. Cornhusking. And we would go to it, remember, because I was I started dating her and I would drag you to this stuff. I, and made, they, I made the mistake had, of going one year. They had rituals and stuff. They would hide the baton? There was a baton. They still hide in the baton there? And it was like the they, se- Sometimes they hide it under the bridge. The senior, That's, what like, they, one hit, they class, hit it under the bridge over the well, lake. It's, I think, I'm gonna get this all wrong, but I'm just gonna say it this way. I, th- I think it was a senior class that would hide the baton and then all all year, the junior class, like their job was to find it. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool, right? Totally summer camp stuff. This is a college campus. We should hide a baton around here. Well, you know, Chase put that picture of himself in our office to cover up the hole where it's the fire valve. And it, like, yeah. if you want, if if like the sprinklers are going off in this place, you want to scramble to turn them off or something. You got to punch it, through Chase's face, grab a well, valve. Well, he's and obstructed. Turn it. I, I, it's if the fire marshal came through here, yeah, we'd be fine. Fire code. We'd have Dockus pay the level of a fire marshal fine. And then I'm, I'm. You, know, you, you was, found it within a day though, because it was next to your desk. He was like, "Oh, you found it." I was like, "Well, yeah, I found it. I know where everything is down to the millimeter in my office." You can't change anything and me not know it. I'm like, but we moved it, see if you can find it. He's somewhere else in the office, see if you can find it. A few days later, I was like, have you found it? He's like, no, I haven't found it yet. Another day later, I'm like, you know, you see him in passing. I'm like, you found it, you found your picture? He's like, no, I'm not, I'm not really looking. I was like, you're looking. He's like, I haven't found it. I hadn't moved it. That was the joke. I was like, maybe you should look in my office. And then he comes up and he's like, it's in the same place. I was like, <laughs> gotcha. It's not in the same place anymore, but okay. I really got him, that skydiving well, we should do fool. A, we should do a baton. Follow him on Instagram, he skydove. What a, what a weirdo. Aubrey Bishop, what's the best way to even out a farmer's tan? I'm embarrassed to look like Neapolitan ice cream. I wanted to answer this question because I recently saw myself in the mirror and realize that. Don't make a habit of looking at that. I'm working a farmer's tan too. I was. It right? was really setting in right here. Yeah, you're talking right at the at the, uh, at the the traps. I saw myself. At the neckline. I saw myself in the gym. And, because uh, there's mirrors everywhere in the, in the, in the locker room. Okay. And um, I don't really see my back very often. You know, it's, it's not a view that I take in very often. I just Your back? don't. Yeah, because you got to have like a. It's got to be like a, oh, a, a, a two mirror situation. A mirror on a mirror. And I, I'm I'm not interested in my back, and uh, maybe I should be. But I I noticed a very distinct line forming. Okay. And I was like, I got to do something about this. And so, um, you know how I get up and I do the stretching in the morning with the, the barber. She gets on my chest, and then we have the ritual. You decided to do that outside. I was like, I'm going to do sun stretching. That's cool. That sounds totally LA. And you could uh, sign people up for an Airbnb experience. 
Come enjoy sun stretching with Mr. McLaughlin. And it was on Saturday because typically I'm up too early for there to be sun that could actually change your farmer's tan. Not this summer, man. But, we are laid back. But but on Saturday, I you know, I got up and I had breakfast with the family and then we're hanging out and then it gets to be about ten o'clock. That's when you start getting into like where the sun's rays can have an impact. Mm-hmm. And I went out there and just a pair of sweatpants. Not interested in getting my t- tan on my legs, and uh, sun stretched for a good you know twenty five minutes or so. I highly recommend. You gotta it. watch it. If Barbara jumps on you, then no, you could, you'd have inside. a you'd have a Barbara outline on your back, which could be cool actually. She'd have to stay very very still. She'd sit sit down, lay down. Uh, but I think I got. Can you see it? You have to look away a little bit more. I I still see it a little bit, but it's. It's not that pronounced. It's like fading. My father-in-law has a tan, he always wears shorts. He does a lot of grass mowing. Are you about to tell me you know where your father-in-law's tan lines are? Is this your father-in-law or your stepdad? <laughs> <laughs> because I never know with you <laughs> which one you're talking I don't about. call Lewis either, man. I call him my mom's husband. Okay, so this is your wife's father. Yeah, this is okay. my your, father-in-law. Your actual father-in-law, got it. Bobby. Bobby will come in the house, take his shoes and socks off and get in his recliner and let me tell you, his feet and ankles, he wears like <laughs> socks that come over his ankles. It's, it's never seen the, it's never seen the direct sign. Right, and it should but his, but his legs are really tan because he like fishes and he's outside and he's mowing grass. And he always wears the same pair of socks. Yeah. No it, flip flops. No. It wouldn't be caught dead in a pair of flip flops. It's, it's like, it's like a Frankenstein situation. Well, it's like he's still got socks on. It's like they attached a, a Caucasian's foot to, well, to a tanner Caucasian. <laughs> I don't, I don't, yeah, I was like, where I don't you wanna gonna, get in a race, that you, would be where, stupid. Where are you going with this one? <laughs> I don't know. He's just super white, man. Yeah, his, 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 un, his unsunned skin I'll just say is like a, very white. Like a, like, a, like a Swedish foot to a, to a Los Angeles surfer dude leg. Okay, that that works. That's I don't better. Know. That's safe. I don't know. I'm in hot water. You want another question? Hit me. Emily Poplinski. Boy, I like to say that name. Poplinski. Ironically, you're mispronouncing it. But go ahead. Poplinski? Poplinski? I think we're done with the pronunciation. I'm humor. never I'm never done with it. I'm done with it. I'm not. Well, I I wasn't trying to be funny. I was just be. I was admiring. If I could the, orchestrate a way for us to be done with it, I was just admiring the way that it, it rolls off the tongue. Hi, Rhett and Link. What are some fun outside games that don't involve a lot of physical activity? I love enjoying the nice weather, but I'm pregnant and get out of breath easily, but also want to have fun with the energized seven-year-old we have. Please help. Thank you. He's got a seven-year-old and another one on the way. He's really you. You spacing them out. But congratulations. My advice is just to get it over with. We're so cynical about the kids in this episode. Let's put a let's put a warning at the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love children. About just let's just put like the first thing people are gonna hear. I'll do it now. Okay, good. We'll put this at the top. Hello, in this special edition of Ear Biscuits, we just wanted to let you know up top and unequivocally how much we love our children, love spending time with them and how much we welcome them into all, well, not all aspects of our lives, but 
all the appropriate aspects of our lives. Mm. I'm making this weird. It'll make more sense when we get into the episode because this is at the top of the episode. It's not right now in the middle where I'm actually saying it. To clarify, we love them, we just don't always like them. Is that, is that, is that, is that, is that boop. <laughs> I don't know what, the, the boop is like the edit I think point. I just made it worse. Well, I didn't make it great. I Let's mean, be real. I actually like hanging out with them. It's just after a while, they need to do their own thing. Are we still at the top of the episode? Do I need to boop again? No, no, no. Um, congratulations on, on the pregnancy, but uh, warning, that leads to a child. When you say get it over with, what do you mean, go ahead and induce labor? No, I meant, no, I, I said, I usually give advice to like clump your kids together to get the whole process of like child rearing over with in like a clump. Yeah, again, and we've already been through this, how you shouldn't be giving family planning advice to people. And I'm not, we, and cut, the fact is, we cut that out. Is that another, she has a another seven, edit joke. She's pregnant and she has a seven year old and you t- you're you telling her to squish it closer together. No, I'm saying. It's impossible at this I, point. Not, I'm, I'm not advising her. <laughs> She, all you she's aren't ask, listening to me. All she's asking is how to, what she should be doing for exercise, exercise and fun. Play fetch. Outside game With the seven year old. It's pretty obvious. I mean, I think, don't call it fetch, but everyone's gonna know it's fetch. You sit down with something the seven year old likes and you throw it. And then if they How many it, times do you think that'll work? They with, bring it with a human, that's this that's is a, not a dog. That's a good experiment. Experiment. Typically, in all the times that I've played. I'm thinking fetch though. No, but when I've played fetch with seven year olds, it's worked the first time. Yeah, it's, it's not a two year old. The second time, they're like, what? No. So then what does she right. do? And I think at that point is when she should play cornhole, which is what I was trying to get to. Oh, cornhole. Because cornhole is. Close contact cornhole. A lot of fun. You don't want 30 feet though. Uh, you can eat and drink while you're doing it. It's really low exertion, but the competition can get incredibly tense. Um, I just recommend cornhole. I mean, even if you got a pool Xbox and a, what's well, the other thing? There's a younger age group. Pool table? It, if you properly clumped your children together, you could have played fetch. But you can't do that with seven year old, that's an excellent point. Lisa Marie Brew asks, what is the best thing to bring to a barbecue? I don't understand the question. Oh gosh, oh gosh, Lisa, your name is Lisa Marie, which is uh, commendable, but the fact that your name is Lisa Marie and you're still using the term barbecue as if it's an event that you go to, I'm gonna have to take this opportunity to correct you. Barbecue is not an event. It isn't a place you go. It is also not the device that you cook hamburgers and hot dogs on. It is also not a verb. It isn't something you do to meet. Barbecue is a noun and it only refers to meat that is prepared in a very special way that varies from region to region, mostly around the southern United States. How many times do we have to say this? We have not said it enough. You can't say it enough. I mean, the day we have to not say it, is the day we're in heaven. <laughs> and if that and if and if that if if that means that everyone on earth understands then heaven on earth. And listen, I okay, so we, we I've said that. I don't want to drag on about that. So Lisa, let's just I'll rephrase just, I, it. I'll just re-ask the question. Re re-ask the question. Lisa Marie, Southern first name, the Southern heart to go along with it. 
Her last name is Brew, for goodness sakes. Brew, Lisa Marie Brew. Best name ever. What is the best thing to bring to a cookout? Okay, now, oh, you mean a place <laughs> where you'll be, you'll be cooking things? Yeah, outside. You're right. cooking out. You're cooking it out. The answer is exotic sausages. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, hey, hey, You're hey. gonna get some sideways looks at the <laughs> cookout, man. No, 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 no. Okay, here's the thing. People are gonna bring burgers. You mean exotically shaped no, sausages? No, 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 no. This is, I, I feel strongly about this answer. Exotic now, sausages. Now, it may depend on what you're trying to accomplish, but if you're trying to have a good time, eat some good food, and score some points, you know, get noticed a little bit. You don't wanna bring hamburgers or hot dogs, you wanna bring exotic sausages. If you're the guy who breaks out the ostrich sausages, everybody's gonna be talking to you. You know, if you- While if you you're eating, some... they're gonna be talking to you about the exotic ostrich sausages while you're eating what they brought to the cooking. No, 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 no. I get For it. Every single oh, try person. My, try my ostrich sausage. And hey, no. uh, you, might, you wanna trade these? You wanna, let me get a little bit of that. I don't think, Burger. As first of all, beef cow. you would enjoy it. I mean, you're a very picky man, but here's the thing about, all we're talking about is starting a conversation here, Ma oh, yeah, making would. friends. If That'd you bring cool. ostrich sausages, kangaroo sausages, I don't know, I'm probably getting into like endangered species at some point, appropriately raised uh, exotic sausages, not a legal trade, what's gonna happen is people are gonna wanna try it and you bring enough for everybody to try it and next thing you know, People are like, oh, Link, ostrich sausage man. And there's a lot that of worse. not what I wanna be known for. <laughs> there's a lot of worse things to be known for other than ostrich sausage man. Let me tell you right now. My answer was deviled eggs. Okay. I mean, it's, uh, I, I'm assuming with cookouts that like, they got like the meats covered, but if it's bring your own meat, I, okay, I'll go with you, cause that's, it, it's, it's a, it's a fun little thing that you're doing here for everybody. Everybody gets to taste a little bit of ostrich. Uh -huh, okay, yep. Um, but deviled eggs, especially in a cookout environment, are perfect because they're room temperature or warmer. You go to a restaurant, you order a deviled egg, it's gonna come, they've made it a long time ago and it's been refrigerated and that's not. Sometimes, not always. That's not good. The best place to eat a deviled egg is, is when Aunt Slucinda <laughs> pulls the saran wrap off a, a plate or two of her homemade <laughs> deviled eggs. Does she make that noise or does the plastic make the that? The plastic does it. It kisses the roof right. of the. Okay, I love deviled eggs. The yellow. If you brought deviled eggs to a cookout, I'd be happier than if you brought ostrich sausages. Here's the problem with deviled eggs. The next day. Fartsies? Somebody gets sick. Oh, somebody gets Two sick. people get sick. They're gonna, even if Who it's they not, gonna blame? The devil, Who are they gonna blame? They're gonna blame the devil deviled egg. egg man. The devil. If you bring deviled eggs to that something devil and anybody gets deviled sick, eggs. the blame falls on you. Why do you think they call them deviled eggs? I mean, you got Eddie over the there devil. cooking the the chicken breast and not cooking it all the way into, all the way to the bone. What, what internal temperature is sausage? when this ostrich does it need to be? Uh, Nobody knows, yeah, but they're still gonna blame, blame the deviled, deviled eggs. eggs. Katie, Katie Ritchie. <laughs> Her name is actually Kate Ritchie. She's got a Jeep icon. Yeah, I see that. Hmm. 
Sounds like we're having a sexist reaction. Like a female can't have a Jeep. Well, that's not what we were doing. I was, no. Well, then why were we saying? I was like, that's cool. It's because I, every other icon on here is just somebody's face. It's a Jeep. You're sexist for thinking we had a sexist reaction. That's true. But I'm, I'm not sexist. I just wanna say that. Yeah, you're not helping. Kate Ritchie. I'm going on vacation with my best friend near the end of summer. Okay, cool. What should we do during the 12 hour car ride to make it extra enjoyable? Hmm. Well, you, I mean, you've picked your best friend, so you got a good compadre for this thing. Um, I mean, it took an hour and a half to drive and pick up my mom and my stepdad, my her spouse, her, her husband, and I took Lando with me because I liked hanging out with him because I love all my children. Yeah, and I look for any opportunity to hang out, <laughs> hang out with any of them. Plus, I needed to legally drive in the carpool lane. And I was like, shut up, you're only here so I can drive into carpool lane. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. Because the whole, he was like, dad, let's play the alphabet game. So it's, you're looking around, I'm just brainstorming here. For, for us, I mean it literally, for an hour and a half we played two games, I'm just gonna pitch these. I don't think this is what they should play but I think it might be the start of something that they can do. Okay. Um, you'd look for a word that started with the letter that you were on, so I have A, so I'm like, oh, Allagash Lane, and then he has B, and he has to find a B in signage or bumper stickers. I, I know how it works. Oh, you do? <laughs> and then we played yeah. another game uh, where it was still the alphabet, but it was, you say your name, you say your best friend's name, you say your favorite food, and you say where you're from. So if it was G, it'd be like, hi, my name's Gary. My best friend's name is Gertrude. My favorite food is Galapagos turtles. And oh, that's real bad. No, I'm from the Galapagos Islands and my favorite food is jelly. How about grapes? Since Gr that starts grape with Grape jelly. <laughs> moon pies and grapes. <laughs> we had a lot of fun with that. Eating turtles. Huh? I mean, that, that got us an hour and a half. What are we, okay. No books on tape? The overlap between Lando and my our books on tape taste is not a, Okay, all right. Not, I, there's no, the Venn diagram looks like two tires on a truck. I don't think that's gonna get 12 hours, so I do think that no. you can play that game for, for a while, about as long as you can play fetch with a seven-year-old seven <laughs> human. Um, my advice sucks today, that's what you're uh, saying. No, no, no. Uh, well, I think that one of the I didn't things say it was advice. It's just, I I said we're beginning a brainstorming. Okay, well, and I'll, now I'll, you're saying, well, since neither one of those ideas no, no, no. have led, to, I'll add to it. I that's just fine. No, no, I just to, don't think they're going to take the whole trip. You don't have to yes and it. This is not improv. No, no, class. I think you're going to. I don't even like those people. I think you're going to agree with with, with, with my suggestion. Uh, rest stops are really underrated. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's put things into perspective here. You're already paying for them. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they're they're ours. They're 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 the communities, man. They're the citizens. They're the public. They're the rest locale for any citizen. And have you been to where, one lately? Where anything goes. Have you? <laughs> they, listen, rest stops I, get I a, have, got yeah. a bad bad rap. You know, it, this is how it goes. I'm a rest stop. 
I'm at the side of the road. You drive real fast and then you pull in slow and you stop. You get out, you go to the bathroom. You see a weird dude by the trash can. You run back to your car and you leave as quick as you can. As quick as you can. Okay. You don't agree? I thought you would be with me on this. I, I am, it's great. I mean, no. I anything uh, you wanna eat, anything you wanna drink. Vending machines, large water bathrooms. Fountains. There's usually a grassy area. You can play fetch with your seven year old. You could play cornhole if you've got a mobile set. They won't stop you. I've tried that. Well, the, the, I don't. You don't want to do anything that's going to slow down the trip. You got to keep moving. If it's a twelve-hour drive, uh, no. you don't want to play cornhole okay. at every all rest right. stop. But I think you should stop. But for, think of all the time you save with the rest stop because there's no. You just get off an exit and you're there, and then you get back on the exit. There's no like which way do I go? I, I would recommend packing special food items, and then instead of stopping to eat, having picnics at rest stops, and bring enough for friends, <laughs> if anybody, if other people who are there. Some people are just are on their last leg at a rest stop. They need a little fried chicken. I'm not talking about at night. Let me just clarify. I'm talking about day rest stops. Oh yeah, broad okay. daylight. Don't go Don't go at, uh, at nighttime. What, what about dancing across the state lines like we did in the Mythical Road Trip. I mean, we drove all the way across the country in a U-Haul pulling a minivan. I feel like We that, stopped at every state line. I feel like it's dangerous. And danced across, it, it was dangerous I to don't find like a parking spot it's, it's, on the side of the road to run back to the. Getting out on the interstate and walking, you're, you're just in the danger zone, especially now with texting and driving. Like, people end up getting into the shoulder. Like I, I, Like, I will, not change a tire if if I if I have a I haven't had a flat tire on the interstate. All the advice we've given today has been so unsafe. Why can't we just continue? You no, know, what I'm saying is, if I get a flat tire on the roadside, yeah, I'm calling AAA, man. I'm not, especially if it's on the inside, if it's on the towards the road. Well, you, I'm not getting out and trying to change my tire with the piece people texting and driving, man. Yeah, you 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 do have to pull over really far if you want to. But do what that. if there's a wall? What, what if there's a wall and you can't get that far over? You, I'm not getting on that side of the car because people swear, they, they're, they're, they're not thinking, they're, they're, they're not just texting or driving, but people will just say swerve. I'm not, I'm not gonna take that chance. I'm gonna make the AAA man take that chance. My papa, when he was, uh, I don't think he was the chief of police, but he, he, um, he was a policeman before he became the chief and he pulled, he pulled somebody over just on this side of the Lillington Bridge. And he gets, you know, he, the person pulls over and then he he gets out of the car and goes back and he's coming, he's talked to the person, he's got their ID and then he's coming back to his patrol car and then he sees this uh, bread truck coming down the road and it's and it's drifting off of the road and he can tell that it's not seeing him as he's walking on the shoulder back to the car. He runs back to his patrol car, gets in the car and slams the door just in time to get smacked by a freaking Wonder Bread truck. He was, he was, uh, he was hospitalized and there was no permanent damage. I, I was very young when this happened, but I remember you know, in, in the, the stories in retrospect. Did he get Wonder Bread for life? <laughs> Did he get like a I, loaf I of Wonder Bread? I don't bread? think there was any, any uh, lasting damage, but it just goes, yeah, even, even a flashing patrol car, you know, the lights flashing, not the whole car. That'd be kind of cool, though. Um, 
Yeah, you it's can't, a dangerous place. You, you don't want to get on the side of the road. So I can't, in, in good conscience, I can't give that advice to dance across state lines on the shoulder. We did that at our own risk. Well, we don't have anything for Kate then. We haven't got anything. Rest got stops in, in the G, in the, in the alphabet. Picnics? Alphabet, you know, that's good advice. I got. I admit, Kate, that's not very good. You got a Jeep, just go off road. Yeah, that's what you should do. You should drive as the crow flies to wherever you're going. <laughs> yeah, forget the road trip, just make it a trip. <laughs> <laughs> the 12 hour <laughs> car ride is gonna turn into a 14 day Jeep Hold excursion. On. That is an excellent idea. You get a map and you map the straight line as the crow flies from where you want, where you are and where you wanna go and then you GPS that sucker and then you just right through people's yards, right through people's pools, <laughs> Xboxes. What about houses? Trampolines. Oh, this is safe. <laughs> now you're giving safe advice. It's safe for them. It's not safe for the people in the path. It's not a, it's not an armored car. <laughs> Uh, you, I mean, you get a couple of miles. I don't even know. She. It's just because it's in the icon doesn't mean she has it. Um, two more. Uh, I, I, I could go all day, man. I, I, I got, don't I, hold back. I got a quick one here, uh, from uh, Brittany Nawara, Nawara, Nawara. Okay, Nawara. What are the best summer movies to watch? Okay. Okay. I've got a list of five. I got a list of five. Off the top, off your top. Uh, that's like that's what the rappers, the freestylers say. No, I, no, this isn't off the top. I looked at this question and I and I have my I have my I have my five movies and I just want to see what you think about. I, I think these are the five movies that if you're gonna watch five movies this summer, you got to watch these five movies. All right, hit me. They're all summer themed. That's 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 kind of where I went with this. Um, if you haven't seen them, especially Ferris Bueller's Day Off, I should check that one okay. out. My dad watched this with Shepard <laughs> the other day, and uh, my dad said, I was watching Ferris Bueller's Day Off with Shepard, and like seven or eight times during the movie, he would stop, slap the pillow, and say, man, I love this kid. <laughs> you talking about Ferris Bueller? Yeah. He's nine. He should have invited me, yeah. Haven't seen it. Oh gosh, you haven't seen it? I know about it. Okay, well this is your list. Goonies. I've seen that. I saw it two years ago. Okay, that's a great summer movie if you haven't seen that. I mean, it, do, it holds up. Do the right thing. That's a good summer movie. I have not seen that. Oh gosh, Link. I, and I feel like, I think you would've thought I would've seen that one. Because all of the the soundtrack for that is amazing. You need to go. I've, I've I've watched the soundtrack. You need to go home and watch this tonight. Do the right thing. Out of all these, is the one you need to watch. The Endless Summer. You've seen that. The surfing movie. Yeah. Uh, I. I I think I've I I know that I've seen it, but I might have fallen asleep. Oh gosh. It's a pretty soothing movie. It's just kind of people surfing. And here's a curveball summer movie, The River Wild. Meryl Streep. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Hold on, tell me that Meryl Streep is not in that movie. Um, I think she is. Yeah, she is, right? And, and, and Kevin Bacon. Uh, yeah. The River Wild, I saw that in the movie theater. Oh. With you. 
Oh, definitely okay. If we because, saw it, and I think it's because you know, going back to the, all the the river shenanigans from earlier, I think yeah. I think that's why we saw that. That's she, a she was a river guide, and Kevin Bacon. Don't say what it, you, know, you can't say anything about it. You can't say what he is because you spoil it. I don't remember what he was. Oh, okay, all right. He just goes on a trip with him. It's a good movie. Well, you just kind of you you soft spoiled it. <laughs> now everybody's gonna be watching <laughs> Kevin Bacon with. Eagle Eye. It happens pretty early. Um, what about A River Runs Through It? It's not a summer movie, it's just a river movie. Wh uh, <laughs> what about Cape Fear? And I, yeah, it's another river movie. What What about, let's talk more about river movies. Well, name you, an, name you another just, river you movie. You just name some really good ones. Name another river movie. Um, Mystic River. Oh, uh, River Tasia. <laughs> it's the Disney. There's lots of dancing, it's animated. Um, uh, River's Edge. What is River's Edge? Something know. that you read off of Feldman's phone. I don't know, I don't know what it is. Okay, last question. Summer's, summer's great, man. There's a, even if you're working, there's a freedom. It's like, the, the traffic's gone down, have you noticed? Because of the kids. It's amazing school. how much LA traffic goes down. In the morning, especially. I mean, in the afternoon, not so much because, but I, I think the the kids are off. The, they're out of the. They're, the moms are out of, off the streets taking their kids to school. Elon, or dads, I take my kid to school. Sexist, Elon Costa. What do I do if I live in the other side of the world and it's winter? You know, that's a good point. We were we've been all excited about going to Australia. We realize it's their winter. Huh. And um. Well, so the answer is you buy tickets to the Tour Mythicality Aussie edition. We're gonna be in Sydney, we're gonna be in Brisbane, and we're gonna be in Melbourne. Yes. We're gonna be gallivanting all around the place with our family. With a footprint as big as we're gonna have, you probably just, the odds of you running into us are through the roof. Um, that's, yeah. That's not a challenge, by the way. We just want, we wanna, come see us at the show and don't try to find us anywhere else. Tourmythicality.com, seriously, if you're in Australia, come on, come out. I think I'm bringing a- It's winter time. I think I'm It'll bringing- be warm a, in there. I'm bringing a coat. It's not that, in Australia, it's not that cold when we're going uh, there in the winter. Like what are the temps? But, I mean, I think 30s to 60. 30s is pretty cold, man. It's probably not cold to most people, but it's freezing to me. I'm bringing like a heavy coat. I'm bringing a whole bag that's just full of coats. Coat bag. Okay, I'll put my coat in there. That's it. That's all the advice that we have. I um, think there's just so much freedom with the summer. I'm just, <laughs> but I love it. I love summer, man. It's great. It's your favorite season? Uh, no, fall is my favorite season. So when it's all ending? When death is upon us, there's like a, there's a freshness to fall. I feel like actually, it's not a death to me. Mm. It's like a, I don't know. It's to a, me, it's, the, it's change the, is exciting. The transitions, it's, it's a, yeah. It's the a, transitions into every season. Of course, we don't have that out here in Los Angeles. Oh, there's a teeny bit, but not nearly the amount of transition that we got in North Carolina. Uh, that is one thing that I miss, is the transition into fall, and then that first day of spring not literally the first day of spring, but the, when you kind of realize that spring is happening, but then that's all a of problem. a sudden, it's spring like 100 is a, degrees. 
Going into spring is a problem because of the, po the pollen and stuff. Pollen. And then you go into summer and it's like, it's very, it's very smoggy and gloomy out here. But then it starts to clear up some late in the fall. We're enjoying it. Now we're just talking about the weather. Yeah. What, this podcast sucks all of a sudden. Just turned into an episode of the Californians. We talked about traffic and weather right at the oh, end. Oh gosh, what have we done? We hope you enjoyed this episode of Ear Biscuits. Thank you for all your questions. Uh, as we uh, asked you last week, um, if there's somebody out there that you think might enjoy summer advice uh, and podcasts, share this Ear Biscuit with them. Um, if they- They might be a parent who says that we had no need to apologize or hedge with the things we said about our kids. They might be a pregnant woman with a seven-year-old that they like to play fetch with. Uh, I don't know. They might be someone who loves their kids or likes their kids or they're just tolerating their kids. Everybody on that spectrum is welcome. Summer and pregnancy, those are two things that you should not combine unless, if you can help it. And very important last thing we wanna say is that after next week's episode, we'll be back with another episode just like always next week, but then we are taking a short three-week summer break uh, because we just weren't relaxed enough. <laughs> so we're going, no, we're taking a short break. We got some other things going on uh, in kind of preparation for our trip uh, across the world. And then we'll be back on July, July 30th. 30th. Uh, we'll have a freshman. So it'll be three weeks that you can you can you can mine some some older ear biscuits. And lastly, I'll just say continue to give us feedback. Hashtag ear biscuits. We gave a little speech about the the morphine of this show uh, in the last episode. We appreciate that feedback. We are processing it, and uh, we'll continue to process as a response to this prompt. Hashtag ear biscuits. Let us know. What you're thinking, what, what what resonates with you? What do you appreciate about this show or about just about me? Just kidding. I don't need any feedback. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for hanging out with us. We'll talk at you next week. Yes. <laughs>